My name's Bobby. And I'm Sarah. And welcome back to BS with Bobby and Sarah. This is episode 43. Hello, hello, hello. We're so sorry we abandoned you, but we're back. And so today, BS is going to stand for Breaking Sabbatical. Man, yeah. How long were we gone? It's been months since our last upload. Uh, We hope that you missed us. You missed us for sure, right? If you didn't even notice we were gone, just, you know, keep that to yourself. Uh, Don't be rude. Yeah, well, you know who who probably wouldn't miss us is people who like recently found us and are just like binging through and they're just like, oh, this is just regular another episode for me. They didn't miss it, miss us at all. I love your hypothetical anecdote. And I know for a fact that has not happened. <laughs> I can see the download numbers. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> That's true. I forget about that. There's evidence. But as Kelly Clarkson said, since you've been gone, Sarah, why don't we... <laughs> Yes. Why don't we let the people know what we've been up to? Because as everyone will hear, it's not like we were researching prepping to make the show a better Mm -hmm. product. (laughs) Okay. Way to give that away. (laughs) Well, I've been up to, you probably won't even believe it, but uh, I traveled a little bit. Uh, One of the places I went to was Miami. And um, so I have a friend that I met in podcasting. And we met up a couple times at a coffee shop, and she introduced me to this guy who ends up being a rapper. Who knew rappers hung out at coffee shops, by the way? Well, in Uh, Miami. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Turns out that this rapper knows Lin-Manuel Miranda, which, if you don't know, that's the... Hamilton! Creator, singer, inventor, Hamilton. (laughs) He's like one letter away from getting the EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. I know. I know. I I know he'll do it in his lifetime. I have no doubt. Are you saying you met Lin-Manuel? I'm saying I met one of his people and they want me to help with Encanto 2 and writing some of their songs, which is like my dream come true. And I have pooped my pants about that a few times now. Okay. So that's what you've been. You've just been away working Mm -hmm. on writing songs for Lin-Manuel Miranda. Exactly. All right. Well, I've spent the past few months researching the Juno Helicano butterfly down in Belize in the village called Aguacate, which, if you know Spanish, no. means yes. avocado. avocado. They farm a lot of them down there, so that's how they that's how the town got its name. But I ate a bad one. I got food poisoning, bedridden for three and a half weeks. I lost almost 40 pounds. But that was actually from the malaria. Because where there's butterflies down in the jungle... There's going to be mosquitoes. Yeah. So I had to stay down there, power through all of that before I could fly back to the States. But I'm all good now. Oh, my gosh. And there you have it. That's why we've been gone. And if you happened to believe any of that, well, then I just got to say, this has got to be your first time here. <laughs> I mean, BS is literally in the name of our show. And uh-huh. sometimes we like to keep you all on your toes and always guessing. Yep. Keep you on your toes. Woohoo. And just FYI, it would be amazing if Manuel Miranda needed me for something. But there will actually be truths revealed today. Like, for instance, today we're going to talk about companies and things that annoy us and we're going to kill off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then in the game portion later on, we've been gone so long, some people might have thought we died. So in the game, it's going to be about <laughs> dumb ways to die, town names that have the word dead in them. So stick around Ooh. it because it's going to be killer. Oh, I'm excited. I love it when it's your turn for games. I mean, true crime podcast, it's so huge right now. All that tragedy porn is so hot right now. People just get so many downloads. I want in on some of those downloads. 
Yes. Okay. That's very true. They're, they're going to be like, ooh, this one's about crime. Yeah, I'm in. About deaths. So don't worry. It's not going to be too morbid or depressing because, I mean, we do a good enough job of bringing down the mood of the show regardless. <laughs> okay? Oh, yeah. We kill it as, you know. <laughs> but also, it's been so long since we last recorded. Like, I don't even know if we know how to do this anymore. So listeners, mm-hmm. please forgive us if the audio is different. Or if it's bad, it's been months since we've had to set up. I'm using a new computer, new recording program, and Sarah's probably in a completely new location, which is just a continuation of her usual habits because the last three or four episodes, she was not only in like a new location, but a new state and time zone. Like this girl is mobile. I am mobile as a wheel. (laughs) Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't care. I'm as she's as mobile as a town in Alabama. <laughs> as I, I like that. A hanging bunch of junk above a baby cradle. <laughs> as mobile as a what the Germans call a handy, which is what I think that's just what they call their cell phones. A handy. A ha- yeah, a handy. Oh my! <laughs> I'm moving to Germany. <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking of, but <laughs> definitely not a phone. <laughs> First off today, let's talk about a few companies and things that are now dead to me and some things I want to kill off. All right. Kill them. Tell me. All right. This segment, I mean, basically, it's just an excuse for an old man to complain about things. (laughs) Am I becoming a a male Karen? What is that? What's a male Karen called? Oh, I think I knew this. Uh, It's a Ken? No. Ken. Dave. I think it's a Dave. Dave? Damn, I don't know. I've seen it. I know I've seen it. Well, let's go through some, uh, some of these and see if... Let's see if I'm being a Dave. That cannot be it. Sarah, you also have a few. I do. First oh, up, yeah. it pains me to say, Burger King, you're dead to me. <gasps> but their chicken sandwich. I had to do a product audit. Burger King is now trying out like a new sip lip, sip lid on oh, their okay. cups. Yes. Uh, so I had to go and make sure that the signage was also up in the windows being like straws available upon request. Try out the mm-hmm. new sip lid. So I get a medium Dr. Pepper, no ice. Ice is a waste of space. Water's yes. down the drink. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, that's exactly what I do. Now at Mickey D's, any size pop will cost you a buck. Mm-hmm. How much do you think my medium drink at Burger King was? Uh, medium drink, I don't know, a dollar eighty-seven. $3.40. <gasps> oh my goodness. For a medium pop. That is upsetting. It was insane. Sarah, U.S. federal minimum wage in 2022 is still only $7.25. So can you imagine working for an hour and only being able to buy two medium pops at Burger King? Oh, that is is painful to learn. So shame on Burger King because it costs them literal pennies for the pop syrup. Oh, that is disgusting. In total, it probably cost them like seven cents. Yeah, maybe. I'm, the, I'm sure like the lid is probably the the most expensive part of that. The cup and the lid. Mm-hmm. But yep. still, super cheap. And, and here they are, price gouging poor little old me and my sugar oh. addicted ass. So Burger King, <laughs> you're dead to me. Wow. So one of the things I want to kill off or that are dead to me is earbuds. It's a brand of headphones that is like the only headphones I had found a few years ago actually stay in my ear even if I'm moving around, if I'm sweaty, it just they just won't fall off and I have a really hard time finding headphones, so I was so happy when I found these. So I went online the other day and tried to find a new one, but they were bought by JBL. 
which is actually a really good speaker company. Uh-huh. But from all the reviews that I was seeing, they have changed the earpiece thingy. And so they're all horrible. They're like, they cu- it comes out of my ear. They changed it. Like, so, so I'm not alone in this. A lot of people are just really pissed that they changed it. And now they are also dead to me. So not only is the company literally dead because they were bought out by someone else, <laughs> but also the parent company that bought them, JBL. Also, well, I now, don't know, because I actually still really like JBL. I just hate that they murdered this freaking product that was um, that was amazing. Well, then, no, it's either got to be the company's, the entire company's got to be dead to you. Okay, so you, so the, the sellouts JBL. at your buds, they're the ones that are dead to me. Well, it's not like they knew their product was going to get ruined, though. Uh, I think they did. Oh, they didn't care about, they're like, we're just going to cash in. I, that's what I'm thinking. That's okay. What, I mean, they just wanted the money. They're like, I don't care what you do with this product that has made a hundred of people, like a hundreds of thousands of millions of people, really happy. But I want a yacht, so I'm gonna sell it. They're dead to, to you. JBL. Mm-hmm. Next up for me, Toblerone. You're dead <gasps> to me. No. Yes. The mountain chocolate. Why? Yeah. If you don't know, it is Swiss chocolate with honey and almond nougat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in that triangular yellow gold tube. You find it in airports all the time. Yeah. Do not eat it if you have dentures. That stuff is sticky. <laughs> it's going to rip out braces, fillings, <laughs> all of that. And if you don't know, it's a weird candy bar shape because it's like a bunch of triangular prisms connected to each other that yeah. look like Swiss mountain chain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So good. I love Toblerone, but they're dead to me because Why? a few years ago, they changed the shape of the mountains. They cut off uh? a dramatic amount of chocolate in those peaks. No. So much so that I, it, it'll be on our Instagram. The difference between the, the distance of now? the chocolate peaks is so shocking, staggering, and laughable. So imagine a comb yeah. and then all those little teeth take yes. out like... 80% of them and you'll no. just <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> they reduced the amount of chocolate. Of course, they kept the same price or even increased it and I mean, they could have gone back to their normal regular size in the past mm. year since I've been boycotting them, yeah. but I doubt it. And I haven't had one in years cuz I loved them so much. Regardless, Toblerone, you're dead to me. Oh boy. Dead to me is any taco seasoning at a grocery store. If it's if it's in a packet, it's going to be disgusting. So I boycott taco seasoning. What do you do? You make your own? Yeah. You're you're killing off packets of taco seasoning? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Then what you need to do is everyone grab your pen and paper. Sarah is going to give you the recipe to make your own. Here you go. It's one tablespoon chili powder, two teaspoons of cumin, one teaspoon of salt, half a teaspoon of ground black pepper, half a teaspoon of oregano half a teaspoon of smoked paprika, a quarter teaspoon of garlic powder, and a quarter teaspoon of onion powder. And you shake the, you mix it all up, and that's the taco seasoning, and you will thank me later, I guarantee it. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to trust you because you are a Mexican, but oregano (laughs) seems like an odd choice. I mean, I don't know enough about cooking, but I feel like oregano goes, I put it in my pasta sauce. Right, That's it's more of an Italian thing, but... It is used in a lot of Mexican cooking. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to trust you. like you. taco seasoning and making taco Tuesdays, then trust me. I mean, it's so much work as opposed to like an 89-cent taco packet. But you know oh, what? One day I'm yeah. going to go gourmet and make my own. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have all that other added stuff that they put in it that for some reason makes it taste worse, in my opinion. 
You know what I'm going to kill off? What? Bucket hats. I hate bucket hats. I think n- like not even literal models with, you know, <laughs> ge- perfect genetics. I don't even think they look good in bucket hats. Yeah, it is really difficult to pull this off. I honestly think the only people who can pull this off are little kids or... Okay, okay. Or like fishermen, like Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's why I think of it. <laughs> so bucket hats, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm killing you off. That's all right. Uh, you're killing me off. <laughs> I think they only look good on kids or possibly um, like Asian people can pull it off. Nope, not even the Asians. What? I don't know. I see some pictures of some Asians wearing it and they're they're kind of pulling it off. No. All right. So another thing I'm killing off is the idea of not drinking coffee often. Because I'm, I'm like terrified of being Wait, addicted what? to coffee. <laughs> You're killing off the idea of not drinking coffee often? What does that mean? Yes. <laughs> okay, so for you. People telling you to cut back on your caffeine consumption? No, no, no. I, I, I never, I love coffee, but I don't drink it often because I'm afraid of being addicted to it. Because I remember my dad would drink coffee for like 14 years and he was starting to drink like more and more and more because, you know, it's, you know, caffeine. So you need a little bit more to get you the... Yeah, your tolerance increases. Yes, that's the thing. Thank you. Those are the words. So his tolerance increased. So he needed more and more. And then finally he's like, no, I'm tired of drinking, you know, seven cups of coffee a day. So he like quit cold turkey and he had really horrible migraines for like a week straight or more. And so I don't want to get to that point. So... Even though I would 100% drink coffee like every day if I could, I stop myself because I don't want to get to that point where then I have to not drink it and then get headaches. Okay, so coffee's dead to you. No, because now I'm drinking coffee because I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) I'm like, if I get headaches in the future, well, then it'll only be for a little while. If I feel like drinking coffee, I'm going to drink coffee, damn it. You're killing off the idea of limiting any amount of coffee intake, yeah. Well, another thing I want to kill off are the sudden trend of like the faux mohawk mullet uh? that you've seen a lot on the youths today. <laughs> like they can't commit to a mohawk mm-hmm. and they can't fully do a mullet. So they combine oh. the two. I feel like I started seeing this five years ago in Australia probably yes. by some bogan Aussies. And now it's come to America and it's all over the place. I told you, this is just going to be an old man complaining about <laughs> complaining about things. So those weird Mohawk mullets that are becoming popular. Yeah. yeah. I've, I'm I've seen them. Some people, yeah. like models can, can pull that off. I have seen some, some male models pulling that off really well. Where it actually kind of looks like, okay, that's cool. Because it's almost like they don't care. Yeah, attractive people can pull off most things except bucket hats. <laughs> exactly. Oh, can you imagine uh, that hairstyle with a bucket hat? No, because you wouldn't see it because the hat's on. Anyway, so another thing that is dead to me is the dating app called Plenty of Fish. And is it the Christian one? Is it like the religious one? Um, or... I highly doubt it from the people oh. that I've met on there. Oh, you <laughs> know what? Met, I'm thinking you know, like, like to. fishes and loaves, like plentiful or like the Jesus oh. fish uh, that you see on bumper stickers. But no, plenty of fish is like, oh, there's plenty of fish in the ocean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So anyway, I met this guy on there, started talking to him. Um, we like, we messaged back and forth and it was really fun. He actually got me into watching Chuck 
which is kind of like a spy comedy show. From about 15 years ago. Yeah, it was really old. I mean, this was a while ago. Anyway, we had like this banter back and forth and it was really fun and awesome. And so I was really falling for this guy and then we're like, okay, let's meet. And so we met at a Starbucks, I believe, for a coffee. And as soon as I got there, he like he saw me and his entire body language just like flipped. And so <laughs> he didn't even buy me like a coffee or anything. And he sat sideways and like barely looked at me. He and... sat sideways so he could just be like jet out of the place as soon as possible. Yes, it was. <laughs> like if a bomb went off, he could be easily on his way out. Yeah, and then, so he had he had two girls. He didn't bring them with him, obviously. Wait, but, he had two daughters. Yeah, he had two daughters. Okay. So it was he wasn't like too old, but he wasn't young or anything. Anyway, the point is, he did like everything you can do to send body language that it's like I am so not interested. <laughs> it's not the website that you're killing off. Like this dude is dead to you. That dude is dead to me and that website is dead to me because i that's what made me hate online dating because you spend all this time like communicating with someone and even if they see your pictures, it's still like in person, something changes. It's but like, that's on he, that guy. Why are you throwing away the entire website? Uh, because it was they were all just a, a, not great. Like dozens and dozens of men. Yes, exactly. These, these are, they're not beautiful tuna fish they're like <laughs> disgusting bottom dweller mud-eating catfish men up in there okay they're all dead to you <laughs> they're all dead to me and so was the so was the dating site it's dead to me it's funny that you bring that up because <laughs> uh in our messaging about what the show is going to be in the segments i mm-hmm. mentioned how we were going to do things that are like dead to you yeah and you're like, okay, I could do that. And then I gave like an example. Yes. Yep. And, and be- <laughs> do you want to read the example that I gave you? I do. I do. Because that's actually what gave, what reminded me. It brought it out from like the, the depths of my memories. I was like, oh, wait, something terrible did happen to me in the dating thing. So this is what Bobby suggested. Do you want me to read the whole part? I was going to say, if you had come up, like if you couldn't come up with anything, I just didn't want it to be the Bobby show as it mm-hmm. normally is. So I mentioned how they could have been jokes. And then I yes. gave this example. <laughs> like the guy that ghosted you on Tinder after you accidentally, but literally shat the bed because he took you to 25 cent oyster night. And my, re- I thought it was funny because you're like, you mentioned how it took you about 10 seconds to realize that I was making up an example and yes. that didn't actually happen to you. <laughs> I did. First of all, I thought that was hilarious. And I was like, when did this happen? And then I'm like, oh, wait, he made it up <laughs> as an example. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the fact that you had to give yourself a second to be like, wait, did I get yes. the bed? <laughs> god i was like when did someone take me for oysters <laughs> damn girl oh my goodness well yeah. i'm sorry that sucks <laughs> i mean that guy sounds like an asshole if anyone yeah. wants to hit you up on socials first of all to complain about your taco seasoning <laughs> but also to hit you up for a date reach out yeah, exactly 
Exactly. And you know what? I honestly would have preferred if like right away he'd be like, no, this is not going to work for me. Because <laughs> the, the thing is, the thing that I really didn't like was that I, I obviously knew that he wasn't interested right from his body language, but he just still like kept me talking. I would have just preferred like, okay, let me you know. Peace out. You know what? You could have taken and control the situation as well. Oh, that's very true. And been that's like, very true. You could have turned it on him like and said, you know what? I can tell that you're not really digging this. So let's not waste each other's time. And <gasps> if you want to get back to your daughters or if you just want to leave that, like, that's fine. You know what? That would have been actually even hot. That would have been awesome. We're like, yeah, shipsh. You waste. I'm not wasting my time. And yeah, I won't waste yours. Yeah, that puts you in control and also shows I, that like he's the dick that can't even hide it. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore than you do right now so fuck off that's true or you know what he might have been sitting like side saddle on that chair because mm-hmm. he had like explosive diarrhea and he might have had to like <laughs> immediately jet so he hit the 25 cent oyster bar the night before exactly so to also not even to buy you a coffee that's like what three dollars like two dollars i was gonna say what's more expensive a burger king <laughs> medium pop <laughs> Or a tea at Starbucks. Or a tea at Starbucks. <laughs> well, the last thing that is going to be dead to me mm-hmm. is dead to me, the TV show of that oh. same name. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've only seen the first ep- the first season. Why is it dead to you? I haven't seen a single episode. I just thought, oh. you know, <laughs> same name, literally dead to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should put it on your list. It's a good show. Well, those are things that are dead to us and that we are killing off. Hopefully, uh, we didn't become a Karen and a Dave, apparently. A Ken. I looked it up. It's a, a Ken. A Ken? Mm-hmm. Like Barbie's gay lover? <laughs> With the smooth <laughs> area. <laughs> yeah, it's a Ken. Even I think I prefer Dave, though. Sorry, Daves. We here <laughs> at BS with Bobby and Sarah have decided. Yep. I'm trying yep. to think what the... Bobby was a Dave. Could it be an acronym? Disturbingly aggressive vocal E. Asshole. <laughs> That's what Dave stands for. Asshole. <laughs> Disturbingly aggressive and vocal asshole. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Speaking of assholes, what do you use to clean yours? What? <laughs> Well, if you listen to, what, the last few episodes, <laughs> I don't often. <laughs> oh, gross. I was trying to hit you up for your segue about soap. No, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, oh, but no, okay, I, I definitely do that. <laughs> do I do clean my asshole? Um, and I clean it with soap. Just. <laughs> oh, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but did you... Do you know like when soap like was invented or what it, how it was invented? I don't know, like 4000 years ago with ancient Egyptians? Oh, you're kind of close. Or did they use like oils to clean themselves? Oh, <gasps> dude, you were kind of on it. I feel like it's an animal or fat byproduct and that's how it started. Yes. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, animal fats or vegetable oils and then they would mix it with ash, like wood ash. And they would like use that to clean. But for like years and years and years and years and years, it wasn't used for body cleaning. It was just used for um, 
like cleaning wool and cottons and to, to prepare them for, for weaving. Okay. To like slick it up. Yeah. Yeah. And at some point they also used pee, like urine. Urine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh urine. <laughs> Probably just as acidic and as yeah, like the, of the wood ash. The high ammonia too. They used it to cure some like body sores and it was uh, uh, like so one day you were literally just like in a shower affections you were just in the shower wondering like huh when was soap first made yeah so i was like who invented it like who put all these ingredients together and was like this works for cleaning like you know that always boggles my mind like the same thing with cake like who the heck cake? Yeah, who thought what about, to put like, all these beer? ingredients together? Yeah, all these things, so many things. Uh, sucking <laughs> the juice out of a cow teat. <laughs> like who was the first person to drink? I I'm mean, like, if you know, if you have enough humans, mm-hmm. and humanity lasts for a long enough time, like yes, people get curious. People get curious. They eat things. They die. Don't eat that thing. <laughs> yeah. They suck on. Drinking down random liquids. Don't drink that. They let like mold grow and then they come back and like, oh, this water had mold that landed in it and fermented. And now we have like beer. Let's try and do that again. <laughs> Get some hops. <laughs> yeah. Inventions are insane. I love it. I love it. I love it. But you did say mold. Like, do you know who invented penicillin? Louis Pester. Who? No. Oh, he did pasteurization of milk. <laughs> no, it was Dr. Alexander Fleming. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Callback. Yes, yep, yep. High five. Oh my goodness, I don't even know if I should go through the whole history of it, but... Please don't. Um, <laughs> point is, I was doing a deep dive, and at some point, they realized, because they were having a really hard time, like, harvesting, or, or uh, no, what's the word? Mm, purifying. Also, let me jump in. Alexander Hamilton was not a president. He was just a founding father. Oh, okay. I had to purify my earlier statement. So they had problems (laughs) purifying what? Good God, I missed this. (laughs) They had a hard time purifying the mold um, for for making the the penicillin, for getting it out of the mold. Oh, wait. This is after they already created penicillin? So penicillin was found... In a petri dish. So the, the, this this guy, Alexander Fleming, uh, went on a holiday or vacation and he came back and there was mold in his petri dish, but he noticed that like the bacteria stopped spreading around it. Right. So he's like, oh, this could like fight bacteria and stuff like that. So they, he went through like this whole process of like purifying the mold so that it would only leave the antibiotic part, you know, the antibacteria fighting possible thingy of it which he named penicillin mm-hmm. long story short when they were making this stuff and like giving it to people especially like around 1941 which is when like some like the war started and so they were giving it to soldiers and trying to clean it off and whatnot the like the wounds and such they realized that 80 percent of the penicillin administered was coming out through the urine and that you could purify the urine and just ex- extract the penicillin. And so that's what kind of helped them, you know, recycle. I guess they were oh, okay. recycling so the, it through I the thought pee. this was the story about the creation of penicillin, but you're talking about how it's like one easy trick to keep 
getting penicillin. You give one person penicillin and it goes through their body and you just mm-hmm. get more penicillin. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Ah, okay. I, knew- I mean, I do have the whole story, but I know we don't have the time for it. The whole story of what? How they um, do it? Of the penicillin. Not the whole, whole story, but you know, like, like the process that it took forever. And then there was like six girls that they called the penicillin girls. And then this lady. They were all named uh, Penny. No, <laughs> Dr. Ethel Flory, Floney. And she was on pee patrol <laughs> and she would collect the patient's urine. <laughs> and then since they were, ha- it was just like, they would go through like pounds, not pounds, gallons of this mold and fermented stuff where they were trying to grow the, the mold and the penicillin. They would go through gallons of it and only get like a fingernails worth of penicillin. So they weren't, it wasn't like something easy to produce. Why couldn't they just, and that was easier to do than to just originally well that wasn't what like solved their problem it was just it just kind of helped you know but they gave they i don't understand why they would go through all the effort if they had penicillin to give these people no they couldn't make enough of it oh okay they couldn't make enough so yeah the production of it was was like would take really long and was really difficult to get and they needed so much yeah yep especially with the war starting so the they took it to Peoria, Illinois, and they had like these deep fermentation tanks and the abundance of like corn steep liquor and a byproduct of the cornstarch, which is a ton of corn in Illinois. Um, so when they added it to the mold broth, it yielded penicillin in like an exponential amount. It, it increased exponentially. Well, also, uh, that town had a different name before but they called it P-Oria once all that urine started coming through. <laughs> P-Uria. <laughs> oh, cranky. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of like where it like, came back to the P because when I was thinking about the whole soap stuff and how sometimes they, used, they would use P back in the day to like treat like babies butt rashes you know and people to this day still use pee like for their face to prevent it from like getting blotchy um some people use it in their hair to like grow stronger hair or to just cleanse it's it called mental illness i'm thinking it's because of like <laughs> no. <laughs> well some of these people are doctors dude i mean you don't have to be smart to be a doctor you just had to have go through all the school (laughs) so persistence c's get degrees (laughs) if you're putting urine in your hair or on your face you're dead to me (laughs) no don't kill me yet hold on (laughs) this one lady had um she she swore that the urine that she would like rub on her scalp actually like made more hair grow and that's what I was like, oh, my God, because I, I feel like I want more hair on my head. And I, I'm, like, this close to trying it, dude. Like, so close, Bobby. That's disgusting. You don't think there's, like, products that have the same components? Like, what? Oh, they could I take. I didn't think about that. Yeah, they can take <laughs> chemicals. Like, oh, urine has, like, this enzyme or this chemical structure. Let's put it into a lotion or a spray. You don't have to put literal urine on your head, Sarah. <laughs> Potassium nitrate. 
It's disgusting. Now it's time for the game. The game today is going to be about death, but don't worry. It's not going to be sad or depressing like the rest of the show has already been. <laughs> the entire reason for this game theme is from me mama. She got me a small stocking stuffer of a Christmas present. Okay, that that's adorable. she thought would be entertaining or interesting. She knows I like to learn things. Aww. It's a card game called Stupid Deaths, and it has the subtitle oh. quote, The Frightfully Funny Game. Uh, awesome. Basically, the card has the name of a person and the way they died, and then it's really easy, though. You just had to guess true or false. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that sounds fun, like right up my alley. <laughs> some are incredibly dumb, but then a lot of the true ones were actually really morbid and not funny at all. Ooh. I felt really Ooh. bad that my mom was trying to come up with a thoughtful gift. But it was a bust. <laughs> so I'm going to do my best to use some of it. Okay. To make some use out of it before I like recycle all the game cards and then reuse the little coffin shaped metal tin that it came in for like yeah. a Halloween decoration. That'd be great. Make a little candle. So we have only five questions today. Oh, you can make soap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> coffin shaped soap for sure. <laughs> five questions today. So let's just jump right in. Oh, okay. Dive. In this card game, there were some crazy names that were listed. Of the following five names, which one is BS or just completely made up? Okay. The names are Doobie McKenzie, <laughs> Fatty Arbuckle, Boomer <laughs> Sigelski, Volney Pfeiffer, or what? Booger McFarland. <laughs> Booger. <laughs> which one is fake? With oh. Oh my goodness, there's at least three that are very obviously fake. Okay, talk it out. Uh, Booger, McFarlane, I don't know. Oh gosh, okay, Booger, Volney, Pfeiffer, Boomer. <laughs> and the first one, Doobie. Okay, so Doobie and Booger, I feel like some parents from the 60s would have totally named their kids that. And then Boomer, that just makes me think of like... Okay, duh, you boomer or something boomery, something more millennial. So I'm going to say that boomer is the fake one. I think you're trying to throw me off there with boomer. Okay, I will say that boomer is also a character name in in Battlestar Galactica, which came out in the 70s. Oh, So dang. only recently was like, okay, boomer. Okay, I haven't I haven't seen it. It's still it's on my list, but But I will let you know that two of them were fake so you did have a 40 percent chance of getting it correct the two fake names were doobie mckenzie okay and boomer sigelski okay so i got it right yeah but sarah that means someone's name is booger mcfarland (laughs) and he is a football commentator his real name is anthony so he got the nickname booger as a kid and he decided like a crazy person to keep it oh boy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> booger oh there was a movie with someone named booger fatty arbuckle is an american silent film actor and volney pfeiffer was an animal trainer that worked in tv and film oh that's awesome like was his like logo of bowl uh, first of all women can be animal trainers too so <gasps> oops Ooh. Mm-hmm. ouch sarah ouch my my very zillennial <laughs> bad <laughs> quickly moving on <laughs> So before you get canceled for assuming genders. Yeah. Question number two. Here we here at BS with Bobby and Sarah love a crazy town name, as was evident in episode number five. So absolutely throwback to Monkey's Eyebrow, Kentucky. Yep. yep. Near Paducah. (laughs) Paducah. Of the following four town names that are all real, 
I want you to tell me which location you're most likely to visit, why that's the case, but also how you think the place got its name. Okay. Right. All right. The places are Slaughter Beach, Delaware. Oh, Lord. Dead Horse Bay, New York. Dead Women Crossing, Oklahoma. <gasps> and Shades of Death, New Jersey. These are all real place names. Wow. Slaughterhouse? Slaughterhouse Dead Five Horse. is a book. <laughs> Slaughter Beach, Delaware Sla- is the town. <laughs> Slaughter Beach, okay. Dead, Dead Horse. Horse Bay, New York. Okay, Dead Horse Bay. Dead Women Crossing. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, oh my gosh. And, and Shades of Death. It is a road in Northwest New Jersey. New Jersey. All right. Which one would you most like to visit? Why and how do you think the place got its name? Um, I would like to visit Dead Women Crossing the most just because that sounds terrifying. Like, I want to, like, why is it called Dead Women Crossing? You are supposed to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm thinking out loud. Okay, I got it. I got it. So they have a train track where... It just so happens that a lot of women, not at the same time, over like the course of maybe 25 years, uh, a woman died by train accident, like every something years, four or five years, 25. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Four or five years. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So a dead, that's how, that how, that's how it got its name, Dead Women Crossing. Oh, because then like women are dumb and they don't just don't learn. Be like, don't cross there. You're going to die. No, maybe because it was just a stealthy train. Oh, notoriously <laughs> stealthy, these massive <laughs> trains that are, like, super quiet, too. And you never okay. know where they're going to pop out from. It's not like they're stuck on tracks or anything. <laughs> All right, so, okay, new scenario. So there's... No, no, you could... No, I was just making fun of your scenario. I mean, there's no way you're going to know, but... But I want to is... change it. There's something in the water, and it causes them to be depressed, and so they... They they die by suicide. They they wait on the train tracks, and it was just so happens that it was women and five of them. That's my story. Not stealthy trains. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. All right. Well, first let me go through. Dead Woman Crossing was just named because of an unsolved murder of a woman in 1905. Oh. But still, what's wrong with the people that that's what they went with naming their town? Yeah. Anyway. And what was it called? And was it called something different before that then later they're like, you know what? This one woman's death. Let's just change it to that. Maybe it'll remind people every day to look for the murderer. Slaughter Beach, Delaware. It's got three stories. It's either named <gasps> after a local postmaster from the mm-hmm. 19th century called William Slaughter. It could oh, also be named okay. from all the horseshoe crabs that wash up on shore and die. <laughs> or, which is probably more likely, number three, stems from the mid-18th century slaughter of, like, the indigenous inhabitants. Ooh, that one's really sad. No, in the history of the country, that's most likely, but also just change the name. Yeah. I'm glad you chose not to visit Dead Bay, Dead Horse Bay. Why? It's got radiological contamination of radium and strontium because it used oh, to my. be, like, where they made fertilizer from dead animals. Ooh, There's also a horse. glue that factory nearby. That would clog up the water of the bay, which is why it oh. gave it its name. My God. Lastly, Shades of Death Road. There's like five or six legends in folklore. Like the oh. fact stems from the fact that it's a forested area. So the road was shady and bandits would lie in wait for their victims. 
Mm. or twisty turny paths so a lot of car accidents but the ones i liked are the fact that there was a swamp nearby so okay. it caused mosquitoes to flourish and there's a lot oh, of malaria yeah. it was a remote area that had like little to no medical care so they cut the road to shorten the time to get medical help oh and whoa. that's why it was called like shades because it was shady but then people mm-hmm. were dying of malaria it was actually <laughs> so problematic the state drained the swamp in 1884 so i think i'm gonna oh, go with that shit <laughs> you know what i was thinking when you first said shades of death i thought it was more of like a poison thing because of like nightshade and yeah. all those other kinds of poisony shades hey i mean we don't have the actual answer we could just tell people it's that oh that's right all right yep let's move on the dead sea in the Middle East, borders which countries? You'll get a point for every one you correctly name. Oh, no. Okay. The Dead Sea. Turkey? I'm not going to say anything until you claim it. Because if I said yes or no, then you could be like, oh, well, what's near Turkey? I'll pick okay. another country. Right. Like, I have a lot of options. So I'm neither going to say <laughs> how many countries or if they're correct until you're done. All right. Let's see. The Dead Sea is over by... I can't remember, though, if it's, like, higher up around the Europe area or lower down, like, in between-ish, like, Africa. And... Well, how about you split the difference? Because I think I slipped and said it was in the Middle East. So that is between oh. Africa and Europe. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Middle East. Oh, man. That changes things. Oh, no. Morocco's up there. Um. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, 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 oh. Israel? <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to put Turkey on there. Estonia? Croatia? All right, okay. Are those your three answers? Yes. Oh, Oh God. (laughs) Oh, no. The fact that there's, like, hundreds of miles in between all of those countries. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Estonia is, like, up by Finland, and then Turkey (gasps) is down by, like, Africa. It has some water by it, doesn't it? It's on the edge. They all have water by them, but that water is not connected or else there'd be like a dozen countries in between that would just be submerged. Okay. So you should have gone down the route. Also, I we mentioned the Middle East. So the fact that you thought still thought Estonia and Croatia were in the Middle East. Uh, I'm guessing you forgot about that, right? Just I say think that. My, maybe I'm just looking at a really bad map in my head. I think you are. You were closer when you said Israel because Israel and Jordan. Jordan! I know yes. that one. Also Son the West bitch. Bank, which is Palestine. So if you would have said Palestine, that oh, you would have gotten man. 10 points for saying that. Because I think we're going to make it canon that th- this podcast believes that Palestine is a country. Okay. All right. <laughs> we haven't discussed this or talked about it, but <laughs> I feel comfortable in saying that. So yes, Dead Sea is between Israel and Jordan. Okay. No points for that. So next question. <laughs> the Dead Sea is, is known for its low elevation, but so is Death Valley, California. Which location has the lower elevation? And for another point, what is that elevation number within 100 feet, a.k.a. 30 meters? Oh, no. Which one has the lower elevation and what is that elevation number? Okay. I'm going to say. So you have a 50-50 shot for which one is lower. The Dead Sea, I'm going to say, is lower. Okay. And it's at 240 elevation. So it's 240 feet or meters feet. below sea level? 
feet. Well, I'll let you know you're getting at least one point because the <gasps> Dead Sea is the lowest land-based elevation on the planet. Okay, okay. Damn it. I was um, actually hoping I'd get the number right, but okay, okay. The Death Valley is negative 282 feet. Oh, below I sea level. we could go negative. Oh, shit. That's what it would mean, though. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you can tell. I haven't used my brain in a while. You know while. what? You said two hundred and forty, and in my yeah. head, I just automatically put negative two forty. Ooh, okay. Then but, yes. I let, mean, let's pretend that that's what I meant. You're still wrong because Death Valley is the one that's <laughs> negative two hundred eighty-two feet, which is eighty-six meters. The Dead Sea is negative fourteen hundred and ten feet. Oh wow, that's a big difference. That's four hundred and thirty meters below sea whoa. level. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Getting low. Get low, get low, get low, get low. <laughs> and the Dead Sea is the one that's like really, really salty, right? That people can kind of just float really easily. Yep, absolutely. It's like 34% salt. Wow. Ooh, I'd hate to stick my tongue in that. All right. The final question. You know, back when I lived in the land of Lincoln, mm-hmm. Illinois, less than <laughs> three miles from my place, like every time I went to go get some Wendy's tendies. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. would pass by this massive cemetery complex that was on both sides of the road. And somehow, I don't even know, I don't remember how, I stumbled upon the fact that someone famous was buried there, which was like quite surprising. So I want okay. you to tell me which famous Depression-era outlaw or crime figure was Ooh. buried, is buried, in suburban Chicago. Al Capone. I, do you want five points and stick with that? Oh, no. Why or do you, you want to hear that? Or do you want to hear the options? Oh. (laughs) I mean, I'll give you five points if you want to stick with Al Capone. Oh, man. You are so tricky with this. You always make me feel like I I might be right, but then I end up being wrong. Uh, You know what? It's just, you know, this life is about risk, and I'm drinking coffee, so (laughs) let's go with Al Capone. Okay, you're going to go for Al Capone. The options were going to be Al Capone. Uh-huh. Machine Gun Kelly, oh, Clyde wait. Barrow of Bonnie and Clyde Infamy, or okay. John Dillinger. Wait, Machine Gun Kelly is an artist, so I think you'd trick me with that, I think. Unless unless the artist has named himself after someone famous. Okay, wow, okay. Do you want to gamble more points <laughs> yeah. on that as well? No, no I do <laughs> No, although I, I, I probably would have chosen Bonnie the Clyde from Bonnie and Clyde. Well, that would have been wrong. Let's see. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, that dweeb Dorco took his name from like a Prohibition era gangster and bootlegger that loved the Tommy gun. And John Dillinger. Yeah, I've heard that name, but I don't know. He was in the area. He did a lot of stuff in like Gary, Indiana. They even filmed a movie with Johnny Depp where he played John Dillinger. Awesome. Al Capone is correct. Al Capone was buried in this random cemetery in suburban Chicago. Oh, my goodness. After dying down in, like, Florida. He died in Florida? Yeah, he died in Miami Beach. Sweet. (laughs) But I just thought it was completely random that he died. And then... Yeah, that is really, really very random. Do you know how he died? Was he shot? Was he moited? Didn't he have, like, syphilis and he died from syphilis? To go back to Wikipedia, John Dillinger, if you look at his Wikipedia page, he died at the age of 31. Oh, that's so young. But he looks at least like 51. So it just goes to show you, a life of crime prematurely ages you kids. Yeah, it don't pay. Crime does not pay. Be the anti-Nike and just don't do it. 
<laughs> the cemetery is called Mount Carmel Catholic Cemetery, and its Wikipedia has a list of like notable residents, which yeah. I guess, like for lack of a better word, they're not really residing there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just thought it's comical because the list is either religious people or mm-hmm. mobsters. You know, there's like three bishops mentioned, a handful of cardinals, multiple archbishops, and then on the other hand, you have like four different Capones and a bunch of other mobsters. <laughs> it's like, well, you got to have balance, you know? <laughs> I was going to say, that is the duality of man. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. It's actually very poetic in my, in my mind. <laughs> oh, actually, I forgot. I have one last bit. So you still have a chance to earn points because you just earned oh, yes. five when you correctly guessed. Woohoo! Al Capone. Right off the bat. I mean, you say mobster in Chicago, I immediately think Capone. So let's see. Your final chance to get some points. Closing out our game, let's jump back into this card game that I got. Okay. It's just going to be rapid fire, true or false. Easy peasy. Ooh, okay. Lightning round. Jack Budlong, he was a horseman that died in a movie. They were filming a cavalry charge in a scene. His horse tripped. To avoid an injury, he tossed his sword ahead of him, but the sword landed (gasps) handle up, and he impaled himself as he fell from the horse. Is that true or false? Oh, it's true. That is true. Next up, John Brower Minnick. He's famous for being the heaviest human alive. He he (laughs) woed. He weighed. (laughs) I bet he did. (laughs) He weighed 1,400 pounds one evening. Uh, when his family went out, he decided to get out of bed to get some ice cream. He tripped, <gasps> became trapped face down beside his bed, suffocating to death. True or false? Oh, God. Uh, f- false. Correct. That is false. I included that because that's like some of the like dumb, incredibly unbelievable ones that this card game came up with. Like 700-pound uh-huh. people can hardly walk so a 1400 yeah. pound person would not be able to move and then the fact that nope. he died getting out of bed to try and get some ice cream that's just like fat shaming yeah well okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. i'm I, i'm even what now I'm, I'm wondering like wouldn't the weight of his own body crush his organs like i don't even know if it's possible to be that big At, yeah or heavy. see that's another thing at 1400 pounds probably moving on adi dassler whose birth name was adolf dassler Born in 1900, he was the founder of the German giant Adidas, Adi Dassler. He loved to (laughs) test out the products himself. He went on an overnight cross-country ski hiking trip. He lost his bearings. He fell into a ravine and froze to death. True or false? True. Sorry, that is false. Oh, man. Um, He also had, fun fact, his brother Rudolf Dassler, he started Puma. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. So was that really the Adidas person, the person who started Adidas? Yeah. Adolf Adidasler did, in fact, create the company Adidas. Oh, that's so cool. And then his brother went on to create Puma. That's awesome. Yeah, they definitely disagreed about some certain things. So that's why they created their own <laughs> companies and both incredibly successful. That's awesome. When my when my dad was younger, in, in his hometown, there was a big uh, Puma factory. So like all of all of Salvatierra would have um, like like really cheap... Uh, like it was available really cheaply for them, obviously, since the company was right there. So they'd be walking around in Pumas where like, you know, in other places, they were like super expensive to get. Oh, nice. Next up, Douglas Fairbanks Jr. He was an action hero in the 1940s. He was also a heartthrob. And despite killing himself and almost killing himself in a number of stunts, his love of oysters ultimately did him in. He would eat... (laughs) Uh, up to 35 a day 
And the Vibrio bacteria in them eventually caused him to die from renal failure. True or false? Man, uh, true. No, that's false. Oh, Bobby! Person did not exist. I don't even know if that bacteria is true or not, but... I used oysters in my example, so when I saw that, I'm like, I have to use oysters, and I got to use this guy's card. (laughs) You were connecting them, and so I thought, you know, since you gave me a fake scenario, that this was going to be a real scenario. Uh, Bummer. You you know, the whole heartthrob thing, that really... The devil's in the details, Sarah. Last up, William Frawley, a.k.a. Fred Mertz from I Love Lucy. Oh, I liked him. Did not have a great relationship with his co-star Vivian Vance, who played Ethel. So upon hearing of Frawley's death due to cardiac arrest, Vivian Vance declared champagne for everyone. True or false? (laughs) True. That is true. She fucking hated him. Oh my gosh. <gasps> that sucks. You wow. know, that I was always confused by their relationship because he looked about mm-hmm. like 70 years old. And so yeah, he looked I thought Ethel was much older too, but I think just the times aged mm-hmm. her. So she looked much older than she was supposed to be. I think she was supposed to be like the same age as Lucy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's what explained why they were friends. But that's, I wonder why she hated him. Like, was he just like a, a jerk I bet, or something? Yeah, I mean, I bet he was a jerk and an asshole. But also, Sarah, I'd like to mention that people can be friends with people who are much older than them. Yes. Do you know where this is going? I was totally going to burn you and be like, yeah, like our relationship. <gasps> burn. It's still stung. <laughs> There's not even that much of a difference. I just had to go there. Should I reveal how much of a difference? (laughs) I will reveal, however, that you got 10 points in this game. Holy monkey. (laughs) That's like more than all the other games. You know what? Al Capone really came through for you because that was half of your points. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, I've got mobster blood. Nice job on today's game. Listeners, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you did, you know, good as well. Hopefully it wasn't too morbid. I don't know why it was like... It was deadly. Wait, deadly. This episode was deadly. Hopefully it was some killer trivia. Yeah, and you're back. You're glad we're back from the dead. Yo, good. Thank you. Bringing it right back around. (laughs) We are on all the socials, of course. Find us at BS with BS podcast and come back for the next episode, which will be here sooner than three months from now. I promise. Okay. (laughs) Yes, unless I die. We are glad to be back. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Well, on that note, my name's Bobby. And I'm Sarah. And this has been some BS.